0: Love Talk yeah. It always catches me by surprise. Um, welcome to Drive Through. It's Tuesday, March 13th, and this is Mike uh, doing one of a series of continuing episodes uh, introducing bloggers of Sherm 18 on the Sherm Blog Squad. And our guest today is is Joey Price. Joey, welcome to Drive Through. How are you today?
1: Michael, I'm doing great, man. I'm 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 glad to be here. It's my first time.
0: Is it really I couldn't remember and I we were we did, I didn't ask in the, in the little quick pre-show we did. Um it, it yeah, it's, we've done something over the years since Brian Wimphit started the show there's something like 1300 or 1400 podcasts out there. It's it's uh I'm not sure if thought you know somebody want to sit down and listen to all 1400 hours of it or whatever it is, but it's 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 been fun to do and I really enjoy these. Listen, uh you're in New York, right, Joey?
1: I'm actually in the Baltimore area. Yeah, so I'm just okay, outside of D.C. Right.
0: Okay, What's uh, I, know, I know Boston's getting hammered, and here in Atlanta, where I live, it's about 39 degrees right now. What's the weather like in Baltimore? Are you sunny and cold, or is it snowing, or what's up?
1: Yeah, believe it or not, a few weeks ago, we, are, we were recovering from a windstorm, which uh, wow. I was surprised that such a thing could even exist on the East Coast. But uh, right now, it's their typical 40-ish degrees here, kind of sunny, kind of cloudy. You know, it, yeah. this weather is it can change. Yeah.
0: Late winter, early spring. Yeah. So, so Joey, so you and know I have had a chance to meet a few times, but we've never spent a lot of time talking. And I, I like you said, this is your first time on drive through. So as people listen to these podcasts, and you, you do some of that yourself, which we'll talk about in a minute, um, this is live, but but most of the most of the listens come from people who download it and listen to it later off iTunes or whatever. So, give us a bio and tell tell us about Joey Price and what you do.
1: Sure. So, uh, Joey Price. Should I do it in third person or is first kid? <laughs> hey, uh, it's I'll totally it up first. to
0: you. You can do it in the royal we if you like. <laughs> I don't care.
1: <laughs> uh, no, man. Uh, well, as you can see, I love to laugh and I love to have a good time and not take life too seriously. But uh, I'm an HR professional uh, by trade. I am a small business owner by uh, calling, I guess you could say. And my company, Jumpstart HR, provides HR services for small businesses and startups. So I started the company about seven years ago in 2011. And it's been this incredible journey of not only helping customers uh, directly, but um, being seen and thought of and considered as a thought leader of sorts in the HR space. So it's always cool when people want to hear what you have to say. Um, that, that's always humbling and uh, and awesome. So like I said earlier, based in the Baltimore area, but we have customers all across the U.S. And uh, in my free time, I like to travel. I like to go work out and I like to eat food. So uh, those three <laughs> things kind of counterbalance one another. <laughs>
0: My my problem is I like to travel and I like to eat but I hate to work out. So <laughs> that's probably why you're thin and I'm not. Um Joey, how many how many how many people do you, do you how many people do you employ at Jumpstart and how what kind of relationship do you have? Are they are they actual employees? Do you hire people kind of and place them? How how does that work? Cuz you said you work with with startups and stuff. So I would imagine a lot of your customers are looking for sort of flexible kind of situations.
1: Yeah, they're looking for something flex. And uh, that's really how I built the business. Um, so right now we've got a team of about eight people. And it's a combo of employees and, and consultants. And uh, remote, a lot of them are remote. I've got two in my office here and the rest are, are remote across the, uh, North America. And the reason why I uh, did that is there was a, a book that inspired me a long time ago, uh, Jason Freed's uh, Rework. And he talked about how his company 37 signals. Yeah. Oh yeah. So you're, you've heard of it, read it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So uh, he talked about how his business was uh, successful as a remote organization. And this had to have been around 2010, 2011 when I read it. And uh, it was the rise of the tele telecommuting worker. It was the rise of the remote worker. Uh, And so I said, if I'm going to do a business that, uh, remotely serves our customers why not build a business that is also remote so uh that way we can practice what we preach we can uh walk the walk talk the talk all that and say oh yeah you can successfully have your your business uh, and not actually shake hands with the people on your team uh so so that's why i am um spread out across the country and and why i'm i'm, I'm small on purpose
0: I think if I remember correctly, it's been a while since I read the book. I think Jason's company was the company that started the software tool Basecamp. That's absolutely right. Right? Yeah. 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 Yep. I I have a better memory than I than I give myself credit for. Yeah, I've used Basecamp (laughs) as a tool in a couple of businesses. And remember when that book came out? It it was it was very cool. And it was we, we through this entire series. Uh, I've been like, I talked to Ben Eubanks and we've been talking about like, you know, the acquaintances that we've made or friends and relationships that we've built through social media. And Ben, I joked that he, I've known him since he was two, which isn't true, but he was very young when, when I met him and, you know, and he he pointed out that we've known each other for 10 years. And I I was like, crap, I would have never even met him if it hadn't been for Twitter. You know, I mean, maybe, but who knows. Right. And, and then, and then you, you, you bring up a book kind of on the leading edge of, In 2011, I'm like, damn, time is flying by, and things have really changed a lot. Um, So, Joey, what do you call yourself? Are you the CEO of Jumpstart HR? Do you have some cool title outside of that, or are you a traditionalist when it comes to titles?
1: The uh, CEO, owner, founder, chief cook, bottle washer, whatever the need arises.
0: <laughs> no, uh, no ninjas or anything involved in the title. That's all right. No, I'm just no, um,
1: no, so, no ninja, no rockstar, none of that. No guru.
0: Yeah, and you know, I um, actually have a guy speaking who is who's a, a musician by by profession, and he's also a speaker and a writer, and he actually called his company Rockstar, something or other, but. And, and while he's not a rock star, at least he can get up and play music. And that's that. we have a conference in Tampa next month, and he's going to be our opening keynote. He's also going to be the entertainment on a boat cruise on uh, on Monday night. So I, I, I love oh, that's his diversity. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's he doesn't call himself cool. a ninja either, but I'll, 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 I'll give him credit for at least being entitled to maybe do rock. Star kind of anyway. Um, Listen, the other couple things that we had we got thirty minutes and we're already believe it or not almost eight minutes in over eight minutes in. Um, I wanted to, I guess I you know the purpose of the show is really to talk about Charm eighteen. But before before I do that, I'd kind of like to take so I kind of like to go through a couple other things that you know let me get to know you a little better. Here goes the dog fight. Um, So you you've been a podcaster. For a while, I know I, I remember seeing you at a couple of sherms ago, and I think you were you were doing like short recordings, maybe on your phone or on a digital recorder that you uploaded later. Are you still podcasting? And what what's your if you if so what's what how does that work for you in your business?
1: Yeah, so I love podcasting. It's one of the my best ways to communicate with people these days. Partly because it's harder now to find the time and discipline to to put words on on paper. Um, But I've been podcasting since 2015, and uh, it's a weekly show. Uh, It's called Business Life and Coffee, and the premise. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the premise is you've got. I tell the guest that there are three people in this conversation. Uh, There's the the guest who's either an entrepreneur or a subject matter expert. Uh, You know, they're they're good at what they're doing. And then there's me, and I'm like the, the listener, the question asker, the facilitator of the conversation. And then there's this third person who, uh, for all intents and purposes, doesn't really have a voice, and that's the listener. And so, whether it's, it's a topic of finances, whether it's business, marketing, law, uh, health, um, we, I try to ask really good questions and stimulate conversation. That makes it worth the listener's time because they can't ask the questions uh, at the table. So it's it's like we're at a coffee shop and uh, we're just talking. And so in the time that it takes to enjoy a cup of coffee or two or three, uh, you can get some really good information from thought leaders and, and experts and you can take that back to your business and you can take it back to your life.
0: And where where would people find? I mean, obviously they can look up the title, but where would people find the podcast if they were curious about going to check it out?
1: Sure. So we just launched a new episode today, actually, and you can find all 134 episodes over on iTunes. Uh, on uh, it's also now on Spotify. So if you're a Spotify listener, you can go over there and subscribe so you don't that you don't miss an episode. It's on Google Play. It's on Stitcher. Uh, also on YouTube as well on my YouTube channel. Uh, you can check out the, the episodes there. Uh, it's really anywhere that you find podcasts these days. So you can uh, just put in a search business life and coffee podcast and you'll be you'll be guided to all the many outlets. Um, and I host it on Podbean. So you can go to businesslifeandcoffee.podbean.com too.
0: Cool. So there's about a hundred places people could could find it. The, this platform. Do you do most of your shows live, or do you do you do you record them and then upload them later, or edit them, or any, anything like that?
1: All my shows are recorded, uh, so it's not a live conversation. I I go back and do some edits, and uh, I have a guy that does my edits for me. But I I try to condense them as much as possible, so uh, it, they're always edited. It's never live.
0: Yep, I uh, I know uh, you know Jessica Miller, Jessica Miller and uh, Ray Thorne and uh, many many more of our HR friends. Here we go with the dog fight. So mine is live. It's unedited. You know, stop it. Sorry. Um. So that'll, that'll all You know, and sugar in the background and and uh, sorry. So it's always live. They want some airtime, but. <laughs> The uh, but I I just uh, it's fascinating to hear the the different ways that people approach the uh, the recording. Listen, the other thing I wanted to ask you about is you were just at South by Southwest, I think, right?
1: Yeah, I was this weekend.
0: I, I've never been. How how was it?
1: So uh, this was my first time experiencing the the goodness of South by Southwest, and. I went in initially thinking like, oh, okay, cool. There's going to be some conference events. There's going to be a lot of people in town. I failed to uh, to accurately gauge just how large this thing is. Like the entire downtown is filled with people walking around with these these South by and lanyards. And then you've got different houses that are that are rented or Airbnb'd out and turned into party locations or, or brand activations uh it's just a pretty cool time and then it was a there was a, a sort of reunion for me because i ran into people that i hadn't seen in years uh, a good buddy of mine who lived in maryland and went all the way over to seattle washington we got to connect there so uh it's i i, I can't say that i experienced the fullness of it but the time that i was there uh it was incredible what do you-
0: what do you think? And I, I, I remember I intended to go several years ago and never did. And I know a number of, you know, William Tincup and Jessica and a number of people have presented. What do you, what do you think HR takes out of, out of an event like that versus, uh, you know, a sherm event, which we're going to talk about in a minute. There's got to be a big difference. Um, wh- any takeaways from that perspective?
1: Yeah. Well, so um, I guess for two audiences, there's there's the ah! HR business consultant who can say, okay, what are the top leaders in social media and, and marketing and, and technology? How are they approaching their business and what tools can I extract and what best practices can I extract to grow my practice? Uh, and then also, of course, there's the networking aspect where uh, people that attend could become clients or they could become you know, business, uh, business colleagues or uh, allies. Uh, for the HR professional at a large larger organization, or HR professional that's that's employed by their company, uh, you know it's it, it's helpful to just see what people are saying in the business community. Um, sometimes we can get in our HR bubble, and it's helpful because you know we're learning best practices within the HR space. But so much innovation, so much technology. So many uh, social conversations can pass us by if we're kind of locked into that HR bubble. So it's good to diversify your your conference experience with stuff that's specifically HR subject matter and stuff that's like astrophysicists and, uh, you know, um, <laughs> film screenings and, uh, and cool things that's happening at Pinterest. Like, you know, it's, it's good to see what's going on. Yeah,
0: I, I totally agree. And then, and then, despite the huge size of the event, as you said, you were still able to connect with somebody that you knew, or uh, so the networking aspects are are also there for both, I guess, new and old oppor- opportunities or relationships. Um, with that, let's jump over to Shrm for a few minutes, and then I want to come back to a couple other non-Shrm things. Um, you've cool. been to Shrm 18 a couple of times, I believe. Um, how many How many of these have you been on the official blog squad?
1: Oh man, I think in total it's been about three or four of the uh, of the annuals, and then uh, mm-hmm. another handful of like talent, and yeah, mostly talent are the the side conferences that I attend.
0: Yeah, I did talent once. Uh, yeah, helped yeah helped them out with talent once, even though that's not my direct uh, sort of my wheelhouse for what I do in HR anymore. But it, there, all all the SHRM events are great. SHRM legislative and law conferences going on right now, and I've been to that five years, but I couldn't make it this time for, because of the surgery and everything. But that's they do great. They do great events. Um, so for Sherm eighteen, um, I've been. I guess like I've been asking everybody, all the bloggers, like couple couple of you know standard questions. One is like, what's your plan for Sherm eighteen? How are you gonna approach your your blogging and that kind of stuff? Walk us through your, I guess, battle plan to cover the conference.
1: Yeah, so this year I'm trying to get a little more structured uh, with my blogging and podcasting because it can be so easy when you get down there. Like there's so much going on. There are so many people you want to hang out with, me. There's so many conference sessions you want to attend. And so I figure if I can stack my podcast interviews, if I can stack the time that I dedicate to writing, then that's going to open me up to to be a bit more flexible uh, from the networking and, and content piece. Um, I've, I've got a speaking engagement down there. So really, that's going to be like my primary focus. Um, and then secondary to that will be the storytelling piece. And then mm-hmm. um, thirdly, it's going to be the, you know, learning new skills and networking with folks. So uh, I'd say my word for for SHRM18 would be organization. Um, and no pun intended because <laughs> of like business organizations, but just, you know, order and structure and making sure that, I uh I dedicate time to, to what I'm I'm there to do.
0: Yeah, it's it's as we as I've said on virtually every show, it's a huge event. Uh if you've never been, it's twenty thousand plus people and vendors and stuff and you're spread out. McCormick is huge. Chicago's a great city. So I mean a lot going on, but it's 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 easy to get overwhelmed even if you're a veteran attendee sometimes. And especially when you're trying to do the kind of stuff we're trying to help Sherm with, which is schedule appointments and outreach and finding people. It's just, it can be problematic. Um, When you first, when the first time you blogged, um, like, like, what was your, like, how did that, you know, recall that for us? Like what, what was your first time experience and how, how how do you think you've kind of changed your perspective over time, I guess?
1: Yeah, sure. So the first time that I was a SHRM blogger for an annual conference actually was the, uh, the conference in Chicago which I want to say was, uh, 11 or 12 and, um, you know, 2011, 2012. Right. Right. And that was my first time attending annual period. So I walked in with no expectations, but I was just blown away by the, uh, the vast size of it. Um, I was blown away, um, that there were conversations on on a deep level about stuff like payroll and benefits and, uh, um, you know, things that we may kind of not prioritize uh, within our, our space as an HR practitioner, but like, it's so cool. It's it's almost like a, a portable university because uh, you get all this high level information directly from experts in such a small space that like you could go off and, and be the expert at your, at your company. Um, so that um, was a big takeaway for me the first time. And then, you know first time attending a big industry conference i was expecting it to be all formal and you know we wear suits and we just go to sessions and yada 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 uh a big factor of that um that really impressed me was like what people do after the conference so happy hours and and networking and building relationships and um so that's kind of been that aspect of it has been my my target uh you know the the day the years after um, it's really making sure that I'm there uh, at those conversations and at the table when people are like, "Oh yeah, I'm planning this conference or oh yeah, um, you should come check out what my company's doing or you should hop on my podcast because as a, as a business owner in the HR space, those kind of connections are, are deeply vital.
0: I, I totally I totally get that. Um, if you had one thing that you would share with like a first time attender, um, would, what would that piece of advice be? You know, whether they were blogging or not, just first time going to national, what, besides wear comfortable shoes, what else might you say?
1: <laughs> no, wear the most uncomfortable shoes you can find. No, I'm just kidding. Um,
0: okay. What I, <laughs> what I would say
1: is uh, do whatever you have to do to make sure that your boss won't call you at the session. Um, mm-hmm that you won't be thinking about work at the session. You're literally getting so much information, and uh, it's just a great opportunity to take in things that you might not experience back at your employer. So really, really prioritize that. You know, really say, okay, I paid for the conference or my my company paid for the conference. I'm going to be fully present in this moment. So that's what I say. You know, don't bring the work laptop to the conference sessions. You know, maybe it's okay to check in before and after, but while you're there, like fully embrace all that it is. That'd be my my takeaway. Well, my uh, my pro yeah, tip. Yeah, that,
0: that's that, that's spot on. I think as a pro tip. Um, what's your topic? You said you're speaking. What what are you speaking on? Is it a is it a full session? Is it Smart Stage?
1: I am leading a hour and 15-minute workshop uh, on Tuesday, June 19th. Um, It's for the early risers. It's 7 a.m., so it's 7 a.m. to 8.15. And I'm going to be talking about employee engagement. Uh, My title is uh, Employ Me Engagement, uh, How to Drive Employee Engagement in a Society that's All About Me. And I'm taking a different approach to it. You know, I I tell people – if I weren't in HR, I'd probably be in marketing. So uh, I'm just taking a little bit of my love for marketing, my love for HR, uh, my love for uh, human performance at work, and tying that into a session that helps an HR professional who's about mid-level uh, construct ways to identify, you know, the the customer segments, uh, quote-unquote, um, within an organization and what really appeals to those customer segments. So, uh tuesday june nineteenth seven a m it's gonna be great uh there'll be plenty of coffee don't worry about that and um <laughs> it's uh it's gonna be worth uh one point two five sherm professional development credits so uh you'll you'll get your uh, you'll get your money's worth
0: <laughs> <laughs> good um we should talk about you doing that workshop at one of my conferences sometime offline. I'm not trying to, trying to, you know, just lo- remind me when we're in Sherman. and we'll talk about that. Um, that would yeah, be a good topic I think for my audience. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, let's see, we six, seven, just under seven minutes left. Um, I, I a couple silly questions that I've been asking all the bloggers. Uh, one is, uh, you know, the, the big uh, consternation about what kind of soft drinks are served at, at which conference center so are you a pepsi
1: or a coke person uh mike i'm i'm neither actually uh i don't drink soda so uh or okay. i don't drink pop you know who you know for the folks pop in the midwest and south the midwest. i don't
0: yeah
1: <laughs> so i could i could care less, man as long as there's coffee and tea uh, and beer and wine. Right. I'm good to go. <laughs>
0: Got, so you like your, your caffeine and, and your alcohol, your alcohol in the after hours, but, but not no, uh, no soda. All right. Well then you don't have to worry yeah. about the controversy. Um, pro bacon or con bacon?
1: Uh, I would, if, if this were a Spanish speaking audience, I would say con bacon. So that's with bacon. Um, <laughs> so I'm pro, I'm pro bacon. <laughs>
0: Pro very probate. I have yet to encounter a, a, one of the Sherm blog squad that has, you know, said they, a couple said, I can't eat processed meat, but I'll, I'll, I love it, but I can't eat it. But no one said I'm a vegan yet. I'm still waiting for that, that blogger, the elusive vegan blogger and Sherm to show up. Um, I'm sure there will be one. <laughs> and then, uh, it has to be. Um, and then Tuesday night, this is um, this is a new question. I'm gonna start asking for the rest of the shows. Tuesday night entertainment. It's always a that band is great or it sucks. Uh, I don't care about the band this time. Are you? Do you typically go to this show on Tuesday night for the entertainment, or do you opt for some other kind of uh, experience?
1: You know what? I am typically super exhausted by Tuesday night, so I, it's rare that I go. However, uh, if it is uh, Chicago's own Chance the Rapper, I would definitely make time to to see him in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> yeah, That's a quick I plug for the Sherm folks.
0: <laughs> there you go. Uh, last time I was in Chicago for Sherm, I can't remember, I think it was Glassdoor, somebody had a party at House of Blues, and it was DJ Jazzy Jeff, and it was great for about half an hour. I remember that, that, yeah. My, my, my internal introvert took over and I cut out and went down the street and found a choir at a bar with a couple other people. But yeah, it's, uh, okay. So, um, last thing or not necessarily last thing, Joey, but kind of pivoting from Sherm. Um, I, I remember sometime last year, I think it was, I started seeing our, our mutual friend, Dave Ryan, who was on last week, him and his wife, Sheila, I know them pretty well. I've actually stayed at Dave's house. Um, uh, so, you know, as close as you can get the family, I guess. Uh, in that respect, but he started showing up doing some stuff for Southwest Airlines, and, and I was like, what the hell is that? And and then I realized at some point that, that you were connected to that, and, and then I saw this last time you were at an event South, South by Southwest. So you have some sort of social media connection, or uh, tell, tell me about that, because I'm really curious. Dave only said Joey got us involved in, I guess it was the first flight to somewhere and and uh, I just thought it was kind of fun to watch people I know do that. So h- how does that work and what's up with that?
1: Yeah, so Dave and I, we connected in Cincinnati, actually. Uh, on my side of things, it was the first ever flight from BWI into Cincinnati. They opened up a, a new route. Um, I believe it moved from Dayton, Ohio to Cincinnati, Ohio. Uh, I guess they were trying to talk up the, uh, the Ravens-Bengals rivalry going on. So we okay. need to get direct flights. Um, but no, so I'm, a, I'm actually a social media influencer for Southwest Airlines. Uh, if you ever mm-hmm. follow the hashtag, uh, hashtag Southwest Storytellers, um, there's, there's about 12 of us. We uh, go on different excursions. Um, we travel with Southwest. Uh, and we were chosen, I believe, because Southwest was already an integral part of our lives um, and, and the things mm-hmm. that we do. So, you know, for me, being an HR professional, traveling for, to conferences, having a, a business with customers across the U.S., you know, I've got to see my customers and I've got to go to conferences. And like I said earlier, I love travel. And um, I've just been like a dedicated West guy ever since, um in grad school, you know, we talk about companies with really good corporate culture, and uh, I kind of fell in love with, uh, with Southwest and, and some of the things that they're doing there. And I, now being on the, on the inside, so to speak, and, and seeing that, like, the laugh, the fun, the joking, but the hustling doesn't stop at just the, the people you meet on the plane. Like, all of their staff uh, at, at headquarters, they're they're driven. They're unified under the purpose of Southwest and you can really tell that it's a, it's a great place to work.
0: Cool. Um, and I think I made, I'm guessing at this, but I suspect there's probably a SHRM connection to that as well through Curtis, right?
1: Yeah. Curtis is on the social team at Southwest. So, um, he's, he's been a good advocate for me at the, at at Southwest and, uh, he, he's, uh, He's, he's been involved in, in a lot of the things that I've got going on there.
0: Nice. We're down to the last 90 seconds, Joey. Um, cool. so I'll see you in, I'll see you in Chicago. I, I really appreciate the chance to have you on the show today and get, get to, get to talk with you in advance. It, it, uh, you know, we'll have to sit down and grab a cup of coffee or an adult beverage, uh, while we're there and spend another half hour talking in person, uh, so that I can, we can kind of make this a little, little tighter. Um, as far as our relationship goes, but um, yeah. I really appreciate you being here. Uh, I, we don't think we, I don't think we gave you your Twitter handle, so give, give where people can find you besides Jumpstart HR or whatever else you yeah, want so them to know as close well that. My,
1: my social handle across Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram is Joey V Price HR. So that's at Joey V Price HR, and you'll find me on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, all that good stuff.
0: Cool. Um, I'm going to go ahead and end the show with 30 seconds to spare, but I really appreciate you being on, and we'll see you in Chicago, Joey, okay?
1: Mike, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to see you in in Chicago.
0: Awesome. Take care. Have a good afternoon. All right, you too.